Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Seems like an appropriate song. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from the humble Stoffer abode, the city's south side. Uh, new COVID protocols for everybody at the Chorus building. So uh, we're back to doing the show out of our houses. ACDC to open up the show. Malcolm Young, the guitarist for ACDC, born on this date back in, uh, when was it? Way back, 1953. He passed away in uh, 2017. You can never go wrong with opening up with ACDC on uh, Oilers Now, that we can tell you. And for the Edmonton Oilers, it is a long way from the top, and they're looking to get their fortunes turned around. Uh, a little bit of a wide stretch right now, though. Just one game now in the next 15 days. It'll be against Ottawa Monday night after going 0-3-2 on a five-game road trip that culminated last night with a hard-fought 4-2 loss in Toronto. Given the context of who wasn't available, including the world's best player, Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent Hopkins out with a lower body challenge, Tyson Berry out with COVID like McDavid, and Derek Ryan. Um, the effort was there. The execution was not. The result was not for the Oilers. And it just adds to uh, the old saying when it comes to sports. There's winning. And then there's misery. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next, nef- uh, next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Brendan Escott is over at the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss you for a while. I know we're, I'm not sure how it's gonna work. Uh, uh, for the radio broadcasts, once we do get back into the bulkily uh, schedule, where we're going to be at uh, in terms of dealing with the ongoing situation, um, uh, dealing with the variant uh, that has uh, propped itself uh, back into the, uh, I guess, the full frame of everybody's lens right now. So uh, nonetheless, uh, we, we've done this before. We'll find a way to do it again. Frankly, this is exactly how we do the shows on the roll. It's off a, an app called the Reported App. How are you doing? What did you think of the game last night? Uh, you know, it was nice to watch them really try and grind. And I thought that, as we talked about yesterday, there were some players that really tried to step up in the absence of McDavid. I thought Kyler Yamamoto, obviously, with a couple uh, good assists or one there anyway, was uh, was a lot more front and center and needed to be. So positive signs, but a negative result. And hasn't that been the story of the last stretch? Well, again, you know what, uh, Justin, we're going to get quickly uh, into our audio vault and our top story and all that kind of stuff. I will tell you the team arrived home uh, in the middle of the night last night. Uh, the top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, CBA mandated off day for the Oilers today. They'll practice Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before they take on the Ottawa Senators on Monday. The Senators, like the Oilers, are going through a uh, 
of one of those intermittent challenges with COVID. And this is, I know we've had texters to the show on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue. Or uh, head to Ashley, AshleyFineFloors.com for more. Some have suggested that the... Uh, true competitive integrity of the NHL has been compromised because you have some teams that have been completely locked down and have had COVID run, run through their entire team like Calgary, like Toronto. And conversely, other teams like Edmonton and Philadelphia, as an example, have uh, had situations where, you know, they've been down a couple players. It's, it's just a battle. And uh, the players will tell you it's a, a privilege uh, just to play as well. But it is a frustrating time to say the least. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Slot machines at the River Cree are now open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances chances of winning non-stop excitement the biggest gaming floor in western canada plus enjoy daily dining specials on more than their 10 great restaurants and bars for more information head to rivercreeresort.com so oilers uh Again, the top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it. No payments, no interest for your. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. The effort was there. The result was not. The orders drop a 4-2 decision in TO as we go to the orders now. Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seams for services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. We have two radio play-by-play voices of the team. Jack Michaels does the NHL Hockey on Rogers broadcast for the regionals. Cam Moon those nights does the radio. And then when there's national games, uh, Jack's on the radio side. Jack was not available uh, last night. He obviously tweeted out, explained his situation. So it was Cam Moon and Rob Brown from the 630 Ched play-by-play studio back in Edmonton with the call last night. The Oilers looking to end this road trip on a positive note. Over to Muzzin, he'll hammer it in on net. Saved by Smith, the rebound, put on goal, and saved by Smith as John Tavares got that rebound. Huck comes free, dry sidle, got it up to the line, kept in by Nylander, walks into the middle, shoots, misses, off the back door, scores. Tavares jammed it after it hit the end boards, came back out front, and it's one nothing Toronto. This one was a shot by Nylander from out high, off the back boards off the back of Smith's skate and into the net uh, it just it's it's comical off the board Sevier onto it goes to the right corner centering pass scores Brandon Perlini got the pass in front of the net and he puts it by Campbell and this game's tied at one here is Yamamoto out of the right corner to dry sidle scores Leon dry shovels it home and the Oilers are up two to one face off to the right of Smith Nylander back to the point Brody shot and that scores Brody let it go there was traffic in front of the net I don't know if that went off a skate but it's a late goal and the Leafs have tied the game at two Puck gets into the slot Mikheyev scores Ilya Mikheyev off the faceoff walks in and the puck cleared out by Kerfoot to roll it down scores Kerfoot just trying to get it out and instead that goes down the ice and that'll make it 4-2 and that'll do it and the Toronto Maple Leafs get a couple of goals in the third one by Ilya Mikheyev, one by Alex Kerfoot to win 4-2 over the Edmonton Oilers 
All right, some quick thoughts here. Uh, first goal against Brutal, 21st time in the last 25 games. Basically, Mike Smith kicks it in the net. You could argue Drysaddle should have gotten the puck out. I'd say good stick by Kerfoot. Um, but the bottom line was the shot was wide of the net, and he kicked it back into his own goal. So tough start. The Oilers bounced back. They got two quick ones. Perlini, who was on it, shooter's mentality, uh, nice goal, and he he read and reacted to the play all the way way back in his own zone and got on his horse and beat the backside support uh, from uh, Nick Ritchie. Uh, more on that in a second. Uh, and then uh, the 2-1 goal, Yamamoto and, and Fogel did a real good job to keep them play alive, and Drysettle finished it off. 2-2 goal at the end of the period. That was a big goal. Uh, Drysettle had won a face-off uh, in the previous sequence, and Darnell Nurse airmailed the puck and got called for icing. Toronto get wins the face-off. Nylander has been a thorn in the side, uh, sets it up, and they end up getting a shot to Lynette. Double deflection. Brody's shot was going wide of the goal. It hits a leaf. It hits... Uh, deflects in off of an order and into Lynette and suddenly it's 2-2 in the final minute. Uh, the power play goal in the third, second power, I mean, you sit there, Toronto's got the best record in the NHL since November the 1st. You do a good job against their top unit and their, their second unit gets to you. Cuckoo uh, tried to take away the lower half of the net. And the end result was Mike Smith got beat up high. Thought Smith made some pretty good saves. Yoder's dry settle was very active. I know he ended up dash two in the game last night, but he probably had four or five pretty good uh, scoring opportunities. Overall, I didn't mind the effort from the team. They were they were right there. Uh, they just didn't get the win. Let's hear from Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. We had lots of try in our game. There's lots of try, lots of push, lots of. People trying to have an impact on the game, which is good to see. We just we can't get that play made that uh, that makes a difference in the positive side for us. You know, it's a game where every play counts, and you need that play to get you over the top. They got it tonight. We didn't. It was a a solid team effort in the work part. That being said, we're a results oriented business, and you got to find ways to get results. But the effort and the compete and the try were all front and center with our group tonight. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl played roughly 25 minutes, took a ton of draws against the best face-off team in the NHL. Uh, just if you want to do a little research, take a look at the top six or seven face-off teams in the league. Uh, the Oilers are now probably eighth or ninth and see how Edmonton's done against some of those teams. Uh, increased workload with no Connor McDavid nor Derek Ryan. Those guys have been playing center all season long. Dave Tippett had these comments on Drysaddle's workload. I mean, he's a big, strong man. You're looking at it when you're missing two sentiment out of there, especially, um, you know, Ryan takes a lot of the face-offs on the right side for us, so Drysaddle was the only guy really winning them for us tonight early, so he takes a lot of the important ones. But I thought McLeod played very well tonight, too. He was... Uh, you know, he was a good player for us and some extra time. So, um, but dry saddle is, you know, he, he has an impact on so many parts of the game. It's, uh, uh, you know, he knew he was going to get a heavy workload tonight and he did. All right. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to circle back to the faceoffs and some people think I talk about them too much. The orders are eighth in the league at 52.1. Maple Leafs lead the league at 55.3. They're 2-0 and against Edmonton. Dallas is at 55.3. So Toronto and Dallas are tied. They're 1-0 and against the Oilers. Carolina's third in the league at 55.2. They're 1-0 and against Edmonton. So that's 4-0. Boston is at 54.2, fourth in the league. The Oilers have split their two games against the Bruins this year. So make that 1-5. 
against uh, teams ahead of them in faceoffs. Philadelphia, 53.9. The Oilers lost at home to the Flyers, 1-6. and six. Are you seeing a trend here? L.A., 53.6% league in faceoffs. Uh, beat the Oilers at Edmonton. Uh, and ahead of the, the Oilers, now you're up to one and seven, and the Islanders are seventh in the league, just uh, barely ahead of Edmonton. So the Oilers are one and eight against the seven teams, the seven teams only that have better face-off percentage than Edmonton. It, and to me, it has something to do with the fact that you, you know you have to work to get the puck back. The Oilers don't have the most physical team. Um, they've had success against some of the teams. You know, they've beaten Vegas twice this year in Vegas. Vegas is 30th in the NHL at 46.4%. So take it for what it's worth. I mean, I, I just, Toronto had the puck a lot off of draws last night. Dry settled. John Tavares is a really good faceoff man. And without having both Derek Ryan and Connor McDavid, it put him, you know, Dave Tippett in position where he had to, you know, run dry, settle hard. Now, he also knew that today was an off day and the team didn't have another game until Monday. Mike Smith back in between the pipes. I'd give him a C for last night. He made some good saves as the game wore on. He got into it, but tough first goal against. Here's Dave Tippett. He was solid. He was solid. A couple of first two goals, one off the backboard and one off two legs or whatever, but he gave us a chance to win. And Tippett added that he doesn't think the wins are far off. We've got to find a way to take that next step. But some of the things we've been trying to do as a team, we've really pushed hard to get better at. And I think eventually those results from that work will get done. Meanwhile, for Leon Dreisaitl, who uh, stepped up on a frustrating night, uh, he had these comments on the overall uh, frustration level. You hope that there's better days ahead, but it's frustrating. Um, no one wants to lose. I've been losing for a long time now, so eventually, uh, you know, it's it's time to time to win, right? So, um, yeah, just leave it at that. Uh, Drysaddle was also asked, uh, and because Tony Brar was not available last night, uh, I actually stepped down towards the end of the. Um, with the broadcast being done back at Edmonton and, and jumped in a fray. But uh, Kent Campbell, uh, from longtime hockey news writer, uh, asked Settle after the game, you know, there's a perception, you know, words get discussed about coaches, you know, is, is Dave Tippett in trouble? Is the team quit on Dave Tippett? Here was Leon Settle's response. We're not quitting on anyone. We're not quitting on our coach. We're not quitting on ourselves as players our team our goalies nobody we're not quitting um still lots lots of season left right but it's frustrating um eventually you you have to find a way to to turn it around and obviously we're hurting right now with, with key players out um that never helps but every team's going through that so um yeah we just gotta figure it out eventually here you go that's leon dry settle they just gotta figure it out Again, I'm going to circle back to what we discussed yesterday. It starts with getting stops and not chasing games. Uh, the only guy that's gotten a win here in the last 13 games is Stuart Skinner. And he's uh, playing in Abbotsford tonight with Bakersfield. Bakersfield has four games in five days against, uh, against Abbotsford. I can foresee a scenario where... Uh, after the Ottawa game, which will, the Ottawa game takes place Monday, October 10th, like, uh, and the game against Chicago on the 18th is now cancelled. The Oilers 
only have the one game against Ottawa on January 10th between now and January 20th. I could see in and around January 14th, 15th, in around that time, because I think the team will get a couple days off after the Ottawa game. I could see Stuart Skinner being recalled. He's got a 916 save percentage in the NHL this year. Uh, during this uh, now 2-9-2 and two run, he's got an 899 save percentage in the two victories. And sometimes your best solutions are your organic ones. Uh, I think Smith will be getting the start against Ottawa on uh, Monday uh, night. So the, the question I have for you, and you can text us on your, the Ashley Fine Flores text line, and I know many of you are upset and angry and frustrated with the team. Can you separate your frustration with an acknowledgement of the level of compete that the team showed last night? Or is it irrelevant? Doesn't matter. You're done. You're, you're cashing in your chips. You've had it. You know, the 16 and 5 start was a mirage. This is who the Oilers are. I think most of you out there would suggest they're not 16 and 5, but they're also not 2 9 and 2. And I think there should be an acknowledgement that, you know, I had people tweeting at me last night that the Oilers were going to lose the game 8 or 9 2 to Toronto. And Toronto's got a good team. And they're arrested. By the way, I mentioned Nick Ritchie. Brendan Escott's going to have some information on Nick Ritchie coming up here. When we go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, I'll get to some texts as well on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It's 1223 at Edmonton, and we'll return after this. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Let's get to NHL today at 1225 in Edmonton. It's presented by Elite Promotional Marketing Company, branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. First tell you that 11 of 13 scheduled games are a go tonight with Calgary visiting Tampa. Blake Coleman will get his Stanley Cup ring, and then Winnipeg gets Colorado down in Denver. Montreal versus Toronto is one that's been postponed. Toronto has put Nick Ritchie on the waiver wire. That's certainly an intriguing name uh, though the cap hit over two million dollars Bob might be a little bit too steep for Edmonton's blood we'll, uh, we'll see well, two and a half million for two and, a half. and it's for another year the offense so. hasn't been there but he certainly brings an element of grit that you know the team doesn't have right now uh, Tuka Dup- Rask signing a, a PTO with the AHL's Providence Bruins that'll pave the way for his return to Boston's lineup 34 years old now but he spent 14 seasons in Boston said he wouldn't play anywhere else he's coming off of a, a hip labrum surgery Hockey Day in Canada has been postponed of course due to COVID Condors you mentioned it Bob are uh, starting four straight in Abbotsford tonight and tomorrow and then Sunday Monday uh, Oil Kings on pause right now, and the uh, Golden Bears return to conference play in a couple of weekends. <laughs> wow. All right, let's get to our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Randall. I don't know if he's Randall or Handel. Bob, try doesn't mean anything. Anyone growing up on a farm knows that uh, steers try, and no one ends up satisfied. <laughs> wow. Bring in somebody who can get the job done in between the pipes and behind the bench. Tie the can to tip it. Let the assistants take over. That one comes to us from Randall. Why do I think we're going to see uh, that sentiment out there from uh, a portion of the fan base? Bob, thank God, this texter says, that Toronto played poorly for most of the game. How many unforced errors did we say? Well, there we go. 
You can text us at 780-496-0063. Also, as long as you guys keep saying, other texter, uh, as long as you guys keep saying out of Edmonton that McDavid is the better, uh, the best player in the world and he's treated like that, you guys will never win. It's crazy. Team shut him down and you ask why you lose. He spelled, I, it's a pet peeve of mine. You want to, in order to spell lose, okay, it's L-O-S-E. If you spell lose in a text, I'm going to have fun with you. It's not L-O-O-S-E, okay? It's not loose, it's lose. So don't be a looser, L-L. <laughs> oh, man. The coach needs to go and stop uh, go and, uh, stop building around one uh, player. This is ridiculous. He misspelled ridiculous, too. Boy, this guy's having a tough go. Does he not have, like, a spell check on his text messaging? I don't know. Don't, don't the kids have that today? Um, uh, Dursa has texted the show with a very well-crafted text. The challenge for this group is to bring last night's effort on a night-in, night-out basis. If they can do that with all hands on deck, they will be okay. But bringing that effort and still dropping games will challenge them. It was good to see the effort because they had reasons to mail that one in. The difference last night was Toronto got one more save. That one comes to us. Uh, for, for Dursa. JJ says, Bob, Nick Ritchie was awful last night. If he's the answer, what the heck is the question? Again, you can text us at 7804960063. The owners can't afford Nick Ritchie. He's two and a half million bucks. Uh, Braxler the Daxler has texted us to say, happy to see the better effort from the boys last night. Too bad that effort needs to be there every night. That's why they're paid. Seven goals in my last game, uh, last six games still resonates though. I don't think we're losing because we don't score first. That one comes to us from Braxler, the Draxler. All right. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, we got Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel. We got Kevin Weeks today for Canadian Power Pack. And we got Edmonton sporting icon George LaRock. Busy Thursday edition of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. Eileen up next with the news. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.